Eruvin Dafnonhe, the last two Dapim, we were discussing of ways to be able to remember Torah, the Hashivut of continuing Torah. And the last thing we saw in the name of Rav Hasta was the only way to, to learn Torah is through Simanim. Make a way to abbreviate your learning. This way you could uh, remember things. And we were discussing different Psukim, and Rabbi Ezra said, Tikra. Uh, you should make a way for you to know the Torah. And Ravah says you should make a set times for the Torah. And all those will be a way to, to remember what you learned. Now with that we're starting on Nunhe Amud Aleph. First word. This is exactly what he said. It's not in the sky. It's not past the ocean. If it was in the sky, you'd have to go all the way up the sky to learn. If it passed the ocean, you have to go past the ocean in order to learn Torah. Someone who is haughty and has a gava all the way up to the sky, you won't find the Torah there. And not finding it past the ocean, and you won't find someone who is calm and relaxed like the water, doesn't want to do hazara, even if he got it from the best, the rabbis, you won't find the Torah by him either. You won't find Torah by those who are holy. You won't find Torah from those who travel from city to city, and you won't find it by those who are buyers and sellers. And there's different ways of explaining it. Either the person who's too much involved in business won't be learning, it won't be as involved in Torah, or a person who's out there on the market all the time is not hidden like we like we learned yesterday in Mandalam and Aleph, and therefore you won't find the Torah there. And Ayan Sham. Now, finally, let's go back to how do we figure out a Tuhuma Besedit? Tanurabanan, Ketsad Me'aberin, Ete'arim. How do we figure out the measurements for a city? In order to figure out the 2000 Amot home. So we said, Aruka Kemoche, if it's a long city, then as is. Agula, if it's a circle, Osinla Zaviot, then we, we take that circle city and we make a box around it. And from the corner of the squares, you gotta add 2000 Amot. Merubat, if the city is a square, in Osinla Zaviot, we don't add to the corners. And the Gemara will explain each piece. It was wide on one side, it was it was very thin, it was short on the other side. We look at it as if it is equal. Meaning we look at it as if it's one long line. One house is coming out as if it's, you know, some like a piece of a house sticking out. Or two house uh, sticking out, like like uh, two buildings popping out. We, we see them as if there's a string pulled from one side to the other. And we count from there 2,000 amot, and that will be its border. If the city is like a, like a rainbow, like a bow, Kemin Gam, which is like a calf so feet, which is backwards. Ra'in Ota We look at that the open area in the bow or the calf so feet as if it's 
filled with houses and courtyards, meaning we make it look like a box or a full circle. From the border, 2,000 amot. So now let's break down that breita. Amar mor, aruka, if it's long, kemochehi, we're going to measure it as is. Pshita, well, we know that. Lotzricha, daricha v'katina. We're talking about a city that is long, but very, very, very thin. Why don't you make it long, make it, uh, give it as if it's a real box. No, it's going to, you know, that's its border, even though it's, uh, it could be uh, a thousand by one. It doesn't make a difference. That's where you give it its 2,000 amot from, from those corners. Merubat, if it's a square, and also in Lazaviot, we don't add to the square, we don't add to the square, we don't give it a little bit extra. Pshita, well, we know that because we already have uh, the square. It's a square, but not a regular square. It's the, the top part, the north part is not exactly to the north, and it's not like a south, it's more like a diamond. We give it a perfect square according to the alignments of the latitude and the longitude of the, the world. No, it's a diamond. We'll leave it as a diamond and just uh, we'll count 2,000 amot from that area. And we learned in the Brighton. If you have one house or two houses sticking out, so we said that you, we look at it as if there's a string uh, from one side to the other. And the Gemara now asks, Even for one house, we'd, uh, we'd stretch out the border. For two, you even have to ask. The Gemara explains, You have one popping out from this side, one popping out from that side. Maybe we could stretch it out from one side, not from the other. Kamash malan, from both sides, we'll, we'll stretch it out a little bit extra. Now, we learned in the Braita, Haita Asuya Kemin Keshet, or Kemin Gamel, it was like a bow, or it was like a kaf sofit. We look at it as if it's filled with houses in the middle. So we make believe, we finish that bow, finish that kaf sofit, we make believe it's a, like a full box, a rectangle, or a half a circle, whatever it may be. And we'll count from there, 2,000 Amot. A city that's like a bow. If from one end to the other end, meaning from one end of the uh, rainbow side to the other side, less than 4,000 then we'll measure from where that imaginary uh, string of the bow would be. Like imagine a bow and arrow where the string would be. We'll can account from where the imaginary string is. But if from one side of the, where the, of the bow's edge to the other side of the bow's edge is more than 4,000 amot, then we have to measure from where the, the city ends, the actual houses end, then we... We don't look at it as if there's a uh, imaginary string. So now the Gemara asks, Did Ravuna really say this? That with the 4,000, we'll count it from where the string is. More than 4,000, we'll count from where the city is. Ravuna himself said, If the wall of the city has been open, been broken, breached, and there's a hundred and forty-one and a third amot between where 
the houses of actual people living in between, meaning if the, by the opening there's houses that nobody's living in, that counts as if nothing's there. So from uh, if there's 141 and a third amot of empty space in between the houses, then we look at it as if it's two different cities. And over here we're saying that it's about 4,000 amot, less than 4,000 amot, it's one, more than 4,000 amot. And over there, he's telling me 141 and a third, and over here, he's telling me 4,000. So, how do you, what do you make of this? So, I'm explains. Amara Babar Ula Lakasha. Now, Kan Beruhat Kan Mishteruhat. If it's open only on one side, means the bottom where the actual bow area is, and but the north, it's all connected. The top of it, it's all connected like a rainbow mamash. Then you could count 4,000 amot, but if it's uh, mamash split as if it's a. Uh, Two uh, two cities like there's a the mamasha cut in from the from both sides from one end to the other. Then we have to say that it's 141 amot even is, is the, the amount of split the cities. So now the gemara asks, okay, if that's what he's talking about that it was uh, the mamasha, it's as if the two cities were cut in half. So what are you trying to teach me? That we give an extra area of space for each city, which is uh, 70 and change amot here, 70 and change amot here, and will equal up to 141 and a third amot. And that's how we got to that number. Huna already taught that to us once upon a time. We give an extra open area to each city. And the size what comes out to be uh, 70 amot and like two thirds or something like that. And from that point, you count 2,000 amot. We only said this uh, this concept of the karpaf, the extra 70 and two thirds amot, uh, is if it's, uh, we want to connect two cities. And over here, Ravuna said, karpaf lazo, karpaf lazo. we give each one of those cities 70 and two-thirds it's not 70 and two-thirds between them even if it equals to 141 and a third no it's only 70 and two-thirds in between both the bottom line is you see that Rav Huna already told us that you give a karpaf lazo karpaf lazo 141 so why does he have to repeat himself over here so they're going to explain no I need Rav Huna to double down and tell me the case over here also over here also you give the 70 and 2 thirds, 70 and 2 thirds. Why the Yishmain and Hacha? If you only taught it to me here by a city that uh, got split in half, I would have said Dafka over here, you give 141. Because once upon a time, they were, they were, it was a, there was a wall here, there was, there was buildings here, everything was connected. Between two cities, they were never connected to begin with. Maybe you don't give two... Uh, Karpafs, you only give them one karpaf, therefore you have to tell me that you give them two. If you only told me over there by two cities, I would have said, Dafka over there, you give them two karpafs. Because one karpaf for two cities is too much. Each city needs its own karpaf. Each, basically, each city needs its quote unquote, its own personal space. But over here, by a city that's split in half, uh, it's they don't need any extra space they don't they, they, it's not too rough on them since anyways uh, nobody's living here emalo maybe you don't have to give it two karpaf uh, area maybe one would be enough therefore i need both so now the gemara tries to understand how much space can be from where that imaginary string is to where the bow is 
Rabba Baravuna Amar Alpaim Amar. He said you could be up to 2,000 Amot, and therefore it's considered all one big home, and then it could count. If it's more than 2,000 Amot, uh, you can't uh, you have to you can't count from the bow. You have to count from the uh, from the where the city ends. Rabba Berede Rabba Baravuna Amar Afilu Yater Alpaim Amar. Even if it's more than 2,000 Amar, at the end of the day you count from where the imaginary bow is. Amar Abaye, Kabate de Rabba Bere de Rabba Barab Huna, Mr. Bra. It makes sense like Rabba Bere de Rabba Barab Huna because the Ibai Hadar at Ederech Batim. Because you have another way of coming, okay, you're not going to let me go uh, through the empty area. Okay, I'll go around the bow where the houses are. I'm going to go there and get to wherever I need to. Therefore, since I have another way to get there, we'll, we can really count it from where the string is, even if it's more than 2,000 Amot. And Tosafot Amud Aleph says, therefore, he believes that even if it's more than four thousand amot from one corner to the other, you should be allowed to. It should be counted all as one. We should count it from the uh, imaginary uh, string, because if I want to, if I want to go from one end of the city to the other, I could do it through the houses. It just will take longer, but it, it can be done. We learned in the Mishnah, Hayusham Gedudiot. If there was broken houses, uh, broken pieces of the walls. Uh, ruins over there. Gevohot asarat fachim. If there were ten, if there were tall tent fachim, we start the measuring all the way from there. So the Gemara asks, "My gedudiot, what are these ruins that we're talking about?" Amar Yuda, shalosh mechitzot she'en alehem tikra. You have three walls, three houses that don't have a ceiling, and if they don't have a ceiling, then they not. They're just ruins. They're not. Uh, they're not livable area. Ibaya lehu. If you have two mechitzot with uh, with the ceilings on top, are they, are they good enough or are they not? Uh, can I start the, the, the measurement from there or not? These are the houses, these are the buildings that you could add to the width of the city. If they're within the 70 amot, you could just start, you know, you could push a little bit more and start the city from there. Nefesh. Nefesh is a, uh, is a monument that you put over a grave. Sheyesh ba'arba amot, arba amot. If there's a four by four amot, it's usually meant for a security guard or something like that to be there. So it is considered like a betira. Ve'agesher, a bridge. Ve'akever sheyesh ba'hen betira. So if you have a bridge or a or you have a cemetery that has uh, that has a security guard over there, betakeneset sheyesh betira l'hazan. Or if you have a shul with a, I guess a room or a house for uh, for the the gabai or the shamash of the shul, bet avodat kochavim sheyesh ba bet tira lekomarin. Or you have a bet avodat kochavim, but then there's a house over there meant for uh, the priest or something. Ve'auravot or stables of horses ve'otzarot or storage places in shebasadot in the fields that are for the, I guess for the crop the wine the wheat the grains ve'eshbein betira and if there's a security guard home house ve'aburganin shebetocha or these little huts meant for the security guards ve'abayit shebayam or if there's a house on an island. And which is within the 70 and two-third amots from the city, you could, those are connected to the city, and you could start the count from there. And these are the buildings that are not uh, they are not measured with the city. Number one is Nefesh, again, a monument, that is open from both sides. 
והגשר והקבר, or a bridge or a cemetery שאין להן בטירה, there's nobody living there, no security guard home, ובית הכנסת שאין לה בטירה לחזן, or a shul with no uh, home or house or apartment for the חד השמש, ובית עבודה כוכבים שאין לה בטירה לקומרים, or a בית עבודה כוכבים, there is no place for living for the priest, והאור אבות והאוצרות שבשדות שאין להן בטירה, or stables or storage houses for food that, does, that don't have a house for the security guard, ובור, or a big hole in the ground, וסיח, a tunnel, ומערה, a cave, וגדר, a fence, ושובח, a nest, שבתוכה, in the sade, all these are not, uh, if they don't have a betira, uh, they're, not, they're not added to the city. And again, a house that is on a boat. Since it doesn't have a set place, it, even if it's within 70 and two-thirds, sometimes it's not. Therefore, you can't count it. And you can't count the part of the city. Now, bottom line is it says, It says you have a, the monument that's over the, uh, over, the, uh, over the grave that is open from both sides. You can't uh, count that in, in order to widen the area of the city so you could start the home of Shabbat from there. My love, the Ikatikra, aren't we saying it's open from both sides and it doesn't and it has a roof? And bottom line is what you see is if it has two walls and a and a uh, ceiling, it's not good enough to add to the city. Tikmar says, "Lo, no, you can't. Uh, you, you you can't bring a proof from there. Why? Delekatikra, uh, because could be we're talking about something that doesn't have a ceiling." Okay, now let's talk about that a house on the island. Why do I need it to be the house on the island? What's its connection to the city? What I need it for? No, what's that house on the island? I need that house on the island to use for storage of things I have on the boat. Okay, now let's drift off to the to the cave. So you're telling me, wait, the Braita that you brought said that the cave cannot be added to the to the to the width of the city. said it does get added to the city. When Rabbi Hiya said it counts, that's if there's a house at the opening of the cave. Why don't you say it's because there's a, there's a house over there, not nothing to do with the cave. Stagma explains, The house is not big enough, it doesn't have a 4 by 4 amot to be considered a house, and you have the cave, it's like right by the cave, and the cave is huge, and it makes it like a huge house. And Tosfot explains that it at least has to have uh, most of 4 amot, it has to be 2.5 at least, uh, in order to to have the cave connect or the Hidush is that uh, we could even if it's uh, four by four but uh, we could use the the length of the cave however deep the cave goes wherever it ends that's where we could start counting as long as they're using it okay you have this group they're living in tents these tents are made of leaves from a palm tree we only count from them from the opening of the house, meaning even if they're a nice big group together, we don't count the, uh, all those tents as if they're one city. Each one is on his own, and it's, each one is uh, 
is its own uh, it gets its 2000 amot from wherever the, uh, the opening of the door is we don't look at that group as if it's one big arba amot and you they could walk from wherever they want now mativ rav hasda rav hasda has a problem from where very simple mahane israel in the midbar and uh, i think it adabel shitim I saw that area. The area was three parsa by three parsa, and that's like twenty-four thousand amot, something like that. And when they would go to the bathroom, they wouldn't go to the right; they wouldn't go to the left. They would go to the back of the mahane. And the entire Mahane Israel counted as four amot. So it could be a guy would have to, who's at the beginning would have to go all the way to the back, and then uh, go outside over there, go to the bathroom, and come back. And bottom line, this area was full of tents in the midbar was considered like one big four amot area. But here you see that it's not. Amar le Rabar, so Rabar explained. Digle midbar kamar. Would you comparing to to to, to the degalim, the, the Mahane in the, in the camp in the desert? It's not as if they're walking all, of, all, of, all the time. It's not as if they're not settled. These, they're considered settled. They're considered one big mahane. Uh, it's considered one big four uh, by four amot area. Why? Because Hashem told them to rest. Hashem told them to rest. And that's considered a camping that is hashuv enough to be considered four amot. If in this area of the, the bunch of tents, there's three hatserot, three yards with two houses going into each uh, into each yard, and they're made of and they're made of wood, stone, something that is permanent. Uh, they're considered now part of the city, and you can start counting the city from where these tents are. The people in the in these uh, in these tents, and their wives are with them. Their lives are not the lives. It's very hard. And their children and their ch- and their wives that belong to them. They're, they're meaning their wives are mezanot and their children are probably mamzerim. They're as if they're dead. Why? They're, you know, they're, they're constantly getting hit with winds and rain. Why? Because they're mamzerot and you only get married to them. Why they're considered mamzerot? Why? What's going on here? They don't have anywhere to take a bath. So when their husband has to go take a bath a long time, he has to walk a long way. And uh, all the men are walking there. They're, they're gone. And then, you know, the ladies are by themselves. This guy comes, that guy comes. Some say because, you know, the, the place to be tovel for a lady is very, very far. So she calls her friend to, to go with her. This is where they have a group going there. She's not by herself. And, you know, the men find out and they chase them. And they, it leads to hurt. Bottom line, my benai, what's the difference between what Ula said that there are no bathhouses and what Rabbi Hanan said that they have to go far for Tevilah? What would be the difference if there's a river, a live stream river right next to where, uh, where they live? So they had a whole camping ground right next to the river. 
According to Rabbi Yohanan, you don't have this problem because it's right there. She doesn't have to call her friends. She just go to the river right there. But according to the Ula, where they need the men need a bathhouse and they leave uh, and they leave their wives alone and they go to the bathhouse. By the time they come back, somebody else was over there, and that's why their children would be mamzerim. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.